I made probably the the worst decision someone could make right before needing to go into a hour to two hour window of not wanting to be interrupted. You I, took heaps of laxatives. <laughs> uh, no. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I I uh, I reached out to a realtor. <laughs> and mm, okay. I like I literally just filled out a form on a website and mm-hmm. immediately got multiple phone calls, multiple text messages, multiple emails. Like email, thank you for filling out the form, and then email, thank you for uh being interested in using me as your realtor and then thank you uh or when can we schedule a phone call and then uh i tried to call you but you didn't answer and then (laughs) (laughs) so anyway classic yep yeah i know the feeling it's like contacting a car salesperson as well similar thing yeah or we've got those websites where like if you need a tradie to do some work like a plumber and you just put the ad up and then they're like ah three people will call you Mm-hmm. sometime today and immediately you just get like 15 calls on your phone because it's a race <laughs> to be the first quote <laughs> right so i'm i'm leaning very heavily on do not disturb mode today and we'll see how that works mm. good idea i should probably do it myself <laughs> um are you thinking of selling your house i i don't own a house i rent but i'm thinking of purchasing a house in the near future oh, okay cool so, and I'm actually not thinking about purchasing a house in in that near of a future. Uh, like I, I'm casually looking with like the intention of maybe a year or so from now buying something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it just so happened that uh, my very first house that I lived in when I, from ages one to three went on the market, and and it's it's near me and it's it's a, a good size for what I need. So I just thought, wouldn't that be funny if I bought that? So I was like, I'll, I'll, I'll be willing to reach out and at least talk about it. Uh, <laughs> That'd but, be hilarious. Imagine that. I know. Living it'd in, be great. Was it your first house then, if you're there from one? Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was my very first house from the first three years or so of my life. Hmm. So anyway, didn't work out. Like housing market right now in the u.s at least is crazy everything is is selling immediately for more than asking price and so it was already under contract but uh uh my name is out there now i did talk to a realtor enough for her to know to reach out to me if that falls through so Mm -hmm. yeah it's uh the same thing here yeah the market for rentals and for selling and buying houses is pretty crazy oh yeah yeah i wonder if that's covid related or what yeah, I I am not smart enough when it comes to real estate to have any idea what's going on. I just know that it's it's been crazy recently. Mm. Yeah, definitely. So, will you still be in Kansas? I will still be in Kansas. Yeah. So I won't even no. leave the town I'm living in. Just moving oh. a couple miles down the road. But a couple miles down the road could be like. Wait, let me get this right. Missouri, could it not? <laughs> are you looking at my location on the map <laughs> i sure am you're right yeah a couple miles down the road could could mean a different state for me from where i live but uh that would not be the case with this house so kansas city straddles two states yeah yeah most people if you if you say kansas city uh they will assume you're talking about kansas city missouri 
because it's it's the bigger Kansas City and it's it's the mm-hmm. one with the big downtown. It's got all of our sports teams and that's what you think about. Uh, I'm from Kansas City, Kansas, so so that's what I think about it, and that's my preference of the two cities. But that's not the real Kansas City to most people. Does the state of Kansas have a Missouri City? <laughs> Just like a like for like? Uh, no, we don't doesn't look like there's much of anything really in Kansas. Just just scrolling through your state. <laughs> Sorry. Like you're looking for a list of things to do in Kansas or? No, just, uh, you know, like I've got a view of the map and just you know, mm. looking at major cities, but. Right. Yeah. Like, if, if you're, I mean, the, the farther. Yeah. Wichita is the biggest city in Kansas, um, which is anything farther west than Wichita is, is just empty fields. Wow. You've got a so. Dodge City. Is that where Get Out of Dodge comes from? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the Dodge City. Wow. That's a claim to fame. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, if you if you don't live right on, like, the far eastern side of Kansas, uh, then you pretty much live on a farm. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> With Dorothy and the two mm-hmm. men. Yeah, exactly. So, I, I lived in a town... Uh, north central kansas a little east of central called wamigo and they kind of they're they call themselves the wizard of oz town uh Mm -hmm. and they've got like a wizard of oz museum and they do themed events all the restaurants are themed after wizard of oz and it's it's kind of gimmicky but neat but the museum when i was living there went to visit with the kids like this will be cool the kids will love this they're really stretching to call this a Wizard of Oz museum. Like, like you go in there and they've got, uh, there was this huge light, like the old lights they would use to film movie sets on, you know, All whenever right. Wizard of Oz was a hundred years ago. Hmm. <laughs> um, but the little placard next to the, the light was like, this, this is not a light that was used on the set of Wizard of Oz. And it's actually like, five years too new so it's not even like the lights that were used but it's close and it's like, <laughs> welcome to the wizard of oz museum <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh what's so. next i have like a, a panda suit and say this isn't the panda suit that was used on wizard of oz because there was none but it's it's an animal suit <laughs> kind of like, like the lion <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so it's pretty silly but they've got they've got a like right on the main street they've got uh, a farmhouse that's like just positioned right on the corner with like witch's legs sticking out underneath. Mm, so classic. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's not every house in Kansas. Oh yeah, every house has a witch underneath of it. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. Yeah, I thought it was a prerequisite before laying foundations to capture a witch. And uh, there you go. Yeah, put them underneath. <laughs> There's a and funny thread on Reddit yesterday. It was like. Uh, what does everyone think about your country that isn't true? Something like that. Okay. And, uh, well, just to narrow it down to, like, a state. But, yeah, everything from The Wizard of Oz, basically, for Kansas is uh, probably uh, a lot of it is not actually true, such as houses getting picked up by tornadoes. I mean, we do have a lot of tornadoes, and houses do get picked up sometimes. When I was living in Wamigo... There was a tornado that went through there, and it didn't damage our house, but it like knocked down a tree across the street. So, ho ho ho! We will rebuild. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah, tornadoes are, I don't know, there's probably, I've never been personally affected by a tornado, like any real damage done, but there's definitely like a couple times a year where the sirens go off, and you got to go in the basement because there is a tornado nearby. Mm, so, cool. Scary. Yeah. <laughs> I guess when you grow up next to it, it just like it's kind of an exciting thing, and you and you don't take it as seriously as you should. Yeah, because um, people from out of the state always freak out. The people who have lived here their whole lives are like, "We're gonna go outside and watch," you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get in the truck and chase it down. That's right. Yeah. At it. <laughs> we had a cyclone cross the coast about six hours north of Perth about about a week ago now, and it just obliterated a couple of towns up there really yeah i didn't know you guys even got those in australia yeah the north northern yeah all the northern coasts i guess of australia both sides get cyclones coming in off the ocean um so it's not like you don't see a twister coming in like i think you guys do at least that's what i see from uh tornado chasing Uh on youtube (laughs) but yeah certainly get uh, I think it was 170k an hour winds last week coming in off the ocean. Wow. Yeah. I mean, there aren't a lot of towns up there, but the small towns, uh, yeah, looked fairly destroyed. Lots of roofs missing. Hmm. That sort of thing. Well, you you certainly uh, made me envious of you, speaking of looking at each other's locations on maps. Uh, mm-hmm. Look at your location, and, and you're so close to the ocean. That that must be awesome. Mm. Yeah, I guess so. I uh, It's kind of one of those things where I just take it for granted because I've pretty much always lived exactly where I am now, mm-hmm. in this suburb even. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, it's like a two-minute drive to the beach. It's quite nice, and it's a great beach as well, so count myself lucky for that it's just like white sand and blue water hard to complain yeah that's that's one of the biggest struggles for me living right where i am is is my kids have been asking me for years like can we go to a beach and like someday when you're old enough for us to make like either fly on a plane to a coast or drive for you know 18 hours to the nearest coast um Mm. It's not quite as easy for us to go out and do something like that. No. What about a lake? Uh, yeah, there's there's a couple lakes nearby. It's just not quite the same. There's not like a nice sandy beach or anything on them, you know? No, lakes normally don't have any good sand unless it's man-made. Right. So, one of these days. Well, if you've got to go 18 hours, you may as well just get on a plane and fly 18 hours and then... Uh, I'll put you up so you're saving on accommodation costs. Okay. K- kids in the shed and uh, <laughs> down on the beach. All right, yeah. I'll hold you to that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it, it would, that would be a full house. Yeah, well, how many of them are you bringing? Well, if if I didn't bring them all, I'd never hear the end of it. So it's going to be me and four kids. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be mayhem. <laughs> Not that us Americans will ever be allowed in Australia again anyway. No, definitely not. (laughs) Too disease ridden. (laughs) So, 
I did get my first vaccine shot the other day, though. Oh, congratulations. Thanks, yeah. Mm. I got my next one next week, which I heard that's the bad one. I'll plan on being sick for the day after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I've heard, too. Yeah. It's uh, around... I think we're a little bit behind you here. It's not just Gen Pop who are getting the vaccines, but more like people who walk, work in airports or hospitals and that sort of thing. But a few of mine have got A few of my friends have got the vaccine and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, all reports seem to concur that the second shot will knock you out for a day. <laughs> and it's not nice, but... Uh, yeah. yeah. You guys don't have near the need for the vaccine, though. You're pretty, uh, pretty no, safe as not. is. Yeah. The I think the only need is people... If people want to leave or if we want to start letting people back in without them having to quarantine first. Right. Anyway, pre-show... Yeah, did you get AirPods Pro? I did. So I definitely wasn't planning on getting any AirPods Pro or any AirPods at all because I thought whenever this event is going to turn up, which uh-huh. I didn't know at the time, turned out to be 20th of April today. Um, I wanted to wait and see if there was going to be something announced at the show, but I was just happily uh, browsing the classifieds and up popped a brand new unopened set of airpods pro for a pretty good price so i thought well i'll just get it and hope for the best Ooh, okay and i've already sold them so i don't have them anymore (laughs) (laughs) unfortunately my fears were realized which is because i i i had the experience with the wired apple in here in ear headphones before and i was constantly pushing them into my ears like all the time is incredibly annoying and um, the airpod tips looked extremely similar to those ones Um, although they you know obviously they come in three different sizes i don't remember if the cabled ones came in different sizes or not i I think think there were different tips that came with them yeah yeah i think so too i couldn't remember explicitly but uh I thought I'd try all the sets, all the tips on the AirPods Pro and just cross mm-hmm. my fingers that one of them would fit. And since I got them at such a good price, I knew I could probably resell them for the same price, even if they were opened. Um, how did how did that happen? How were you able to get a, a good deal on an unopened pair? I was just, you know, someone um, just put them on the classifieds. Uh, specifically, they bought a couple of pairs and they just never turned up. So they got a refund and then... They bought some more sets and then the original purchase turned up. So just one of those classic cases where they're like, well, it's basically free money now. So we may as well sell it at a price that's not going to, you know, it's going to go straight out the door. It's not going to sit around for a few weeks. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Hmm. And they're great. I mean, the actual audio you get out of the AirPods Pro is really good. I'm not sure if it's because the drive is better or just because when they are in my ear, they make a much better seal. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. I mean, the thing I didn't like about regular AirPods is that like if, you're, if I'm walking the dog and a car drives past, then I'm not going to hear that five seconds of audio as the car's driving past. Or even if it's like exceptionally windy, then I have to crank up the AirPod volume like so high that it's probably not good for my ears. Okay. And the pros yeah, yeah combat all of that. They just solve those problems. And uh, in the cases where you do want to hear, you've got transparency mode, which is also excellent. 
Mm-hmm. It's a little bit funky in that if you talk, there's like a 0.001 delay of your audio to your ears. But I think right. it's, yeah, you get used to that pretty quickly. So it's not a big issue. Um, the isolation mode, also very good. It's not like kills every sound. And I actually didn't... Actually, what's it called? Noise cancelling, yeah. Right. I actually, it was probably my least favourite mode. I actually preferred just to have the isolation of just having the tips in my ears do the work of muffling all the external sound. And that was really good. Did you um, feel the that kind of pressure with the noise cancelling? No, I didn't. So, Ooh. unlike with the like the ear cup style noise cancelling headphones, mm-hmm. I didn't get any any phenomenon of like pressure. Well, that's good. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if any if, if any pros come out or any AirPods come out with noise cancellation in the future, I'll be pretty happy to buy them even if um yeah, knowing that noise cancellation is not going to make my ears feel weird. Yeah. I still don't know if that you you tainted me because I don't know if that's a legitimate thing that I experience or it's just now that it's in my mind, I can't use noise cancelling without feeling uncomfortable. So <laughs> now, now that you've put the seed in my if brain you, that it doesn't happen with the pros, I think that I can try those. If you feel it, you'll feel it. Like I'd, It would have yeah. to be there. I don't think your brain could create this effect so strongly to make it uncomfortable. Yeah. It was pretty uncomfortable. Bad enough that I returned those, uh, man, whatever they were, the Bose headphone 700. Mm, okay. So I think it was probably just, you just happened to mention that to me right before I owned my first pair of noise canceling headphones and it was terrible. Mm, yeah. Maybe you would have felt it regardless. Yeah. But they wouldn't stay in your ear. So you had to sell them. They wouldn't stay in my ear. Sometimes I would get like a really good fit and they'd stay in there for hours and you know, plus the transparency mode. And I just almost forget they were in my ears. And then okay. some days I was just battling with them nonstop to get them to stay in. I'd like just stand up and walk down the hallway and one would be on the floor like that bad. And I tested hmm. the tips. So they came with the regular medium sized tips installed, I guess. Mm-hmm. And those are just absolutely hopeless. And um, I quickly changed them for the small tips and that felt a lot better. And that, I actually never ended up trying the big tips because it didn't even feel like the middle-sized tips fit me very well or fit at all, really. So maybe I just have really small ears. They don't <laughs> look small to me. <laughs> I mean, at least on the outside, they're pretty regular-sized, but maybe the ear holes are small. Huh. And you had issues with even regular AirPods, right? No, no, regular AirPods are fine. Okay. I thought you had regular one, one side was looser than the other or something. No, that is true. The right one feels slightly looser than the left. But they don't just but fall out. No. I've, the only time an AirPod, a regular AirPod has fallen out of my ears was when it's been like knocked by something. Specifically, my eldest son and while I'm <laughs> leaning over the toilet bowl. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Kept. Yeah, I I really persisted with them, pushing them in all the time, trying all the different ways. Like, uh, one method 
that's often uh, written about online is you reach over your head with the opposite hand from the ear you're putting the AirPod into and you like tug on the top of your ear as you're inserting the AirPod. So that was okay. pretty fun. Interesting. Mm-hmm. You just need to put like uh, a little dab of super glue on the tip when you put them in. Uh-huh. Yep. Definitely considered that, but... <laughs> I tried uh, thoroughly cleaning my ears, which is another tip. Like, oh, maybe your ears are just too oily. So, okay, I tried that. Um, I considered getting third-party tips, but then I just couldn't really be bothered with that because right. there are, there is one company that makes like flanged tips, which I thought might Ooh. do the trick. But right. the flange is not so big that it would like really go far into your ear because, of course, it still has to fit inside the case. So that wasn't really going to happen. Um, well, you may be yeah. 15 hours away from a brand new pair of AirPods being released. Well, I'm really hoping I, because currently I don't have any AirPods mm-hmm. because I gave mine to Yasmin mm-hmm. and I'm back on the cabled headphones life, which is just <laughs> wow. not as nice. Like yeah, a caveman. Feels like it. <laughs> So you have a note in here about the Line podcast. Is that the podcast that was recommended you listen to by one of our listeners on the subreddit? Oh, no, but I should probably mention that one as well. I, f- I forgot about that, although I did listen to it. I uh, know the okay. Line podcast is one of the first Apple-produced podcasts, so I just thought I could mention it. Hmm. Uh, it's actually a podcast about the Navy SEALs and a, specific, and a specific incident that happened in maybe iraq yeah i think so okay i don't it's not the very first apple produced podcast because they made a companion to for all mankind and i think that came out a little bit earlier oh yep that's right i remember that one um and this one's actually in a similar vein in that there's going to be a the line tv plus show coming out later this year so they've done the podcast first this time instead of the other way around okay um, well worth a listen to. It's, it's well produced. It's interesting. Um, yeah, it's just interesting to see that Apple is getting more into podcasts. And I think we might even talk more about that later because they may be getting even more into podcasts uh, after tomorrow. So what is the uh, the format? Is this like uh, a story broken in different episodes or is it a different topic every episode? Or Yeah, it's kind of like serial which most people are familiar with it's just a one long story broken down into i don't know what it is like 40 minute chunks okay cool and then how was the podcast that was recommended to you yeah that was pretty interesting so yeah a popular topic recently is that i've been thinking of better ways to give money to artists instead of just paying for streaming and then matthias suggested listening to this podcast, which had uh, a previous executive from Spotify talk to Andy Rowe, Rao. Uh, so Will Page is the, the was the guest and the ex-exec. Uh, mm-hmm. Who also wrote a book, I think, called Tarzan Economics. It might be the name of the book. Um, yeah, probably worth giving a listen to. It, do, I mean, it doesn't... It didn't really... I I kind of went into it thinking, oh, maybe it's going to spell out how paying for streaming 
is actually fine. <laughs> That's oh, I kind okay. of had a hope that that might be what I was getting myself in for, so I could justify resubscribing to Apple Music. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, and it felt at some points like Will Page was trying to say that, but he never said it, or at least not in plain enough English for me to understand that it was worth paying for. It seemed, he, yeah, he seemed to want to say that it was worth it and the artists were getting, you know, their, their due. Mm-hmm. But in the end, I never heard him actually say that or anything that made me think that. But, so, but you wished he would because you're struggling oh, without yeah. Apple I Music? Mean, Apple Music's obviously more convenient instead of having to... It's It's less work just to go into Apple Music and type in the album and then click one button and it's in my library. Right. And ideally, the artists would get their due for me doing that. So I hoped that that was the case somehow. In some aspect that I hadn't considered, it was it was actually worth doing that. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds like they get one cent per stream. So, <laughs> well, not the artist. The record label gets the one cent and then the artist gets a cut of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't spend it all in one place. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Thank you, Matthias, for sending me that. And uh, it's basically confirmed with me that I'm probably doing the right thing. Well, I guess or at least that's good. getting the artists more money <laughs> from me, from my pocket, <laughs> for what that's worth. Although it did not take long for me to go searching for an artist to try and find some way of supporting them and uh, to to find an artist that seemed to be basically unsupportable. Oh, really? I mean, someone who's a fairly... It's like a biggish name, but not like... You'd never hear them on pop radio. Mm-hmm. So, they're not they're not massive, but they're, they're big enough. And like the links to the merch store were broken. And then when I found the merch store, there was nothing in it and... All the links on his website to listen to music were to streaming services. And uh. <laughs> so I am worried that that's going to be a theme going forward when I try and find some other way to support an artist and there just won't be a way. It's going to start looking at people's address and send them a check in the mail. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> uh, well, I briefly considered just like sending him a tweet, like, give me a PayPal address, mate. I'll just chuck a few dollars that way but right it's it's, i don't know if it's even worth their time for 10 bucks you know (laughs) you start your your tweet with hey i've been pirating your music and (laughs) go from there (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that reminds me of i went to a concert once of a what's the band hello goodbye have you heard of them i think they're u.s band uh no it doesn't ring a bell okay but it was a long time ago, and um, so they played, like, one of their new songs, and then at the end, the artist yelled out, like, oh, who's listened to our new album? And, it, like, the whole crowd went, yeah, whoa, yeah, we all listened to it, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, <laughs> oh, it's actually only been available because it was pirated, and we haven't actually released it yet, so you're all, you're all stolen <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Classic. Well, we've got a pretty uh, different format for the show today. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Seeing as 
this upcoming keynote is is a smaller one and not a big fall event or WWDC. Thought it would be fun for us to to give a shot at making predictions ahead of time instead of just talking about things immediately after. Uh, although our predictions are only going to be up for like a few hour window before the keynote, so hopefully everyone listens to us before the keynote. Yeah, so it's 10 a.m. my time now, and I'll probably have the show released by like 6 p.m., and then a mere mm-hmm. seven hours later, <laughs> the keynote will start. So, <laughs> yeah, we're not giving people a huge chance to, li- to listen to our predictions, but, you know, they'll be published, they'll be there. You yeah. could even uh, listen to the show immediately after the keynote and then laugh at how wrong we got it or how right, <laughs> I don't know. Our our most loyal listeners will will get will get to hear us ahead of time. That's right. So pressure is on. Mm-hmm. So I see that you've you've made a a grid in here. Uh, did you have a specific idea of how you wanted this to work? Were were you wanting to put descriptions of what our predictions are, or like a uh, a confidence level in each of these things so we can see who wins after the keynote yeah just some way of keeping track of it so i've listed all the all the rumored products or things that'll be released and Mm -hmm. if it's something simple we could just put like david yes but if you have specific thoughts then we could put what those thoughts are as well okay yeah well do you just want to go through these in in the order you have spelled out here and we can start making some guesses yeah okay i'm a little worried that my guesses are just going to be parroting all the rumors for the last few months (laughs) well there's been some contradictory ones so you're gonna have to at least take some kind of stance on these okay i'll try and take a stance good morning good morning you've got some thoughts i've got some thoughts on ipad pro okay so in the in in the interest of trying to make things interesting, I'm going to make a, a couple far out there predictions in here as well, but that I think could still reasonably happen. So for iPad Pro, uh, it's pretty much given it's going to have a mini LED display that's been rumored for over a year. So I think we're definitely going to see that tomorrow. Uh, I think we're only going to see it in the 12.9-inch iPad Pro. Mm-hmm. I think the 11-inch may still be around and not get an update, but I think it might also get discontinued. I think Completely the, discontinued. I think the overlap between iPad Air and the 11-inch iPad Pro is too, too much. And so I think iPad Pro might just be the big iPad moving forward and iPad Air... Seen? The iPhone 12 and 12 Pro, they're the same size. <laughs> Apple doesn't care about overlap. You might be right, but this is, like I said, I'm trying to make some far out there ones. I think the 11 inch might go away. I don't think it needs to exist. I think Pro will be the big one. I think it's going to have a mini LED display and even more. I think because Apple never talks about the technology, they're not going to say iPad Pro with a mini LED display. I think they're going to call it a liquid retina XDR display. <laughs> no, 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 that's too short. 
it, 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 it checks all the boxes. It's perfect. It's already got a liquid retina display. Liquid retina is their edge-to-edge curved LCD technology. Mini LED display is still an LCD, uh, but it enables uh, much more fine-grained control of backlight brightness, which is exactly what the, X, the Pro Display XDR allows, a uh, higher contrast ratio. Uh, so I think Liquid Retina XDR is a perfect fitting name, and I think that's what they're going to go with for these new iPads. That makes a lot of sense, yeah. Yeah. And and I would I would give that... I mean, I, I don't know what the name, but I, I'll say that we're definitely getting the iPad Pro with uh, mini LED display 100% probability tomorrow. 100%, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely happening. Well, I, on the other hand, would predict that there will still be two sizes of iPad Pro. Mm-hmm. This is what I talked about. And Apple doesn't care too much about about overlap. And I think the 11 inch is probably the more popular iPad. So why would they get rid of that? Um, and I, I think it's also, despite what rumors say, it seems it would be uncharacteristic to release the two with drastically different screen technologies. So I think both will have the mini LED display. Okay. Um, I love that name though, Liquid Red and XDR. Ticks all the boxes. For oh me, yeah. So, despite <laughs> what I was joking about, it, I would uh, I'd put actual money on that being the name. Really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although I'm terrible with betting, so no one follow <laughs> me on that, if it's even possible. <laughs> and I've also heard that there's a new Apple Pencil, which will come a lot out alongside it. Mm. Uh, yeah, I I've seen rumors that it's going to have. A uh, the shiny plastic finish, which I'm not a fan of. I really like the kind of matte plastic it's got mm-hmm. now. But besides that, what do you think uh, App- Apple Pencil 3 could offer feature-wise? Hmm. That's a good question, which also means I've got no idea. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm pretty much drawing a blank as well. Uh, I mean, I guess I could say it's more pressure-sensitive maybe more sensitive for tilt. If if there was one thing that I really want a new Apple Pencil to have, it's the ability mm-hmm. to flip it over and use the backside as an eraser. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So I'm I'm going to throw that out there as my prediction for what the, the third gen has that can justify its existence over the second gen. Can you already tap the pencil to change what it's doing? Uh, yes, you can double tap the pencil to switch tools or switch mm-hmm. to an eraser. Okay. There were rumors when the second gen pencil came out that it had some kind of uh, like ability to to sense more than just taps, like like stroking <laughs> stroking it in some way or dragging <laughs> your finger up and down. I I don't know if that is any practical application, but I suppose that could be another sensor they add if they're trying to justify a a new iteration. Hmm. Stroking could be a handy feature. Yeah, but I'm going with eraser. Yeah, that would be good. I think, yeah, if you could change the double tap to 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 something, uh, if you had an eraser on the back, you could repurpose that double tap to something even more useful, whatever that is. Any other wild thoughts about the iPad Pro? Or is that all we've managed to come up with? <laughs> I mean, obviously, it's going to have like uh, the new... Well, yeah, like an A14X and mm-hmm. better cameras and all the right. usual stuff. 
There's been a couple rumors that say that the A14X, being that it's basically an M1, is going to enable uh, Thunderbolt support through the USB-C port on the iPad. I I believe that's totally a viable possibility, and I'll even say that'll probably happen. Um, there's also been uh, multiple rumors that say that there's going to be a revamped keyboard, a Magic Keyboard accessory. So I don't I don't think the dimensions of the iPad Pro are changing enough that the existing one wouldn't work. So I wonder what would change in the keyboard to justify a new version. Maybe uh, pass through pass through of more than just power, but I suppose that would require well, a new smart connector. Yeah, either a new yeah maybe a new smart connector. Uh, I mean, the smart connector can already transmit data, so probably just not fast enough for USB data. So they it could be physically the same, or it appears the same on the outside, but they've just like internally boosted its performance, and they need a new case to support that. What if it was made out of aluminium instead of the stuff it is now? It's already so heavy, but it's also aluminium's not heavy. The, the keyboard case is already heavy enough, and it, al- aluminum is definitely heavier than the rubber it's made out of now. Although it's artificially heavy, so, so it can counterbalance. So I suppose they could change the material and still be the same weight because they can remove the extra weights they're adding in now. Mm, yeah, possibly. So, yeah, I bet they could make it the same weight. Yeah. Could be nice. So nice, yeah. It looks like a little laptop. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, in terms of Thunderbolt, I guess it makes sense if it's like if it just comes free with the A14X. Mm-hmm. But like, what's going to take advantage of it? Pretty much nothing. Does anyone even use the USB-C, USB three speeds at the moment? Prob- probably not very many people. I bet. A, yeah, I bet they don't. Hmm. Maybe they can, if they fix external displays, like this, this isn't something I would usually expect to come with a new iPad. I would expect this more to be a new uh, iPad OS update, but maybe they'll say that they've tweaked external display to sport to work better mm-hmm. to go with yep, adding I was Thunderbolt. Bring that up next because yeah, imagine if just out of the blue, there's like this special version of 14.5 that has actual proper external display support for iPad OS. It wouldn't be the first time they've done something like that. No. I mean, all the trackpad features came like out of the blue mm-hmm. with a software update last... Was that last March even? Yeah, it was one year ago. Yeah. So, yeah. I think that'd be cool. And that's some way for them to justify the existence of Thunderbolt speed, I guess. Mm. Imagine iPad plus Pro Display XDR. <laughs> That'd be such an expensive setup. It'd be pretty awesome too. I saw some people predicting that the iPad Pro was going to have a moderate price in increase as well, which sounds crazy to me because the iPad Pro is already a little too expensive in my mind especially when you consider 
$300 uh, Magic Keyboard case and $150 Apple Pencil. And I mean, starting price of $800 is pretty high when the performance is comparable to their $300 iPad. So I'm not saying I doubt it. I just am not happy about it. <laughs> and you don't just compare it to the regular iPad. Now you compare it to the M1 MacBook Air. And they're, I mean, they're, the prices of those are crazy. And just this right. morning I saw um, that they've come out with the M1s in the refurb store now, at least in Australia. And uh, let me just give you a quick sense of the price because mm-hmm. let's see. A thousand US? I think that's what you guys pay already. That's for a brand new one. Is a thousand US? Yeah, minus the tax though here, nine hundred. Well, anyway, so maybe maybe the figures aren't as crazy as I thought. But the entry level MacBook Air at the refurb store is roughly nine hundred US dollars here now, which is very cheap. Right. Yeah. There's a big overlap between those two things now. Yeah. Massive. So, so yeah, you put the iPad up against that, and you really have to actually want an iPad and an mm-hmm. iOS. Like you want the Pro hardware, but you've got to kind of put up with iPad OS as well. It's a weird little combination. I really like my iPad Pro. I use it every single mm-hmm. day, but I'm using the 2018 model now, and I couldn't justify upgrading last year. And I, unless something incredible happens, which I don't think there will be anything major. I don't think a display te- technology change is that big. I don't think I can justify upgrading again this year. So I I honestly don't know if I see myself ever getting a new iPad Pro. Ever? Uh, yeah, just, just because there's such a weird overlap. Like I've got my MacBook Pro that is is light and has twice as good battery life as my iPad and can run iPad apps now. It's... It's hard for me to think about getting a pro iPad. If I was going to get an iPad, I'd probably get a cheap one now. And mm, I would just right. use it for casual consumption and things like that. And if I want to do anything that I would have reached for my iPad Pro in the past, my MacBook Pro checks all those boxes and more. Mm. I'll tell you the one thing that would make me go all in on iPad. Mm-hmm. Mac OS on the iPad. You'd have me. You'd hook line and sinker i'd be walking to the apple store that would be pretty cool i'd have to see how apple does it because i mean i guess it is kind of starting to look a little more touch friendly with how spaced out big sur is but it still feels like there's a lot of small touch targets in mac os yeah sure but you've also got full mouse and trackpad support so that's true not too concerned about that yeah if when you snapped into the keyboard case if it just like switched over to mac os that'd be really cool Mm, I yeah maybe you'd have to be like dual booting wouldn't you <laughs> imagine that dual booting iPad. <laughs> iOS and macOS just stuck stick like boot camp on there while you're there mm-hmm. windows on arm on iPad <laughs> I mean that that would open up a whole new it would completely change the market the iPads in it'd be competing against the surface devices a lot more than it currently is mm-hmm. and I think it would and the handily beat is... them the Surface is so popular. Mm-hmm. It's like the device for executives, right? Yeah. I bet Apple would just love to waltz into that market. And it's as easy, in air quotes, as 
putting macOS on the iPad. It's it's totally within the realm of possibility. Uh, I I don't know if that's what they want to do though, or if they're going to keep trying to just make iPad OS more fleshed out and professional. Mm, I think it's I think it's a road with a dead end. Yeah, yeah. I mean they've they've basically already done it. the The dev kit was Mac OS running on an iPad, so mm-hmm. they can do yeah. it. It's free money, Apple. <laughs> just take it. Just do it and take my money. Um, iPad Mini. Do you think we'll see one? It's been a long time since mm. iPad Mini was released. I think we're going to see one. I don't think it's going to have the edge-to-edge display that some people have predicted. I think it's going to get a spec bump, really? but but still stay the same design that we've seen with the no. Touch ID home button. Wow. Okay. Bold prediction. So th- it's just going to be a spec bump. Yeah. I think we're. I think we're. If Apple decides to continue the Mini any far, further past this year, I think the next iteration could be the edge-to-edge one, but I don't think that's this year. Right. Are you keeping track of this, by the way? I, I started typing, but... I can type some things down. Okay, cool. Uh, iPad Mini, I'm going to say it's getting a, uh, a full revamp, so it's basically going to be a uh, small iPad Pro with the edge edge to screen or a large iPhone, I guess. I would love one of those. Um but I, like I'd probably be a day one purchase for me. Really? Oh. Yeah, uh, I don't think there's an Apple product I care less about. Really? My mm. my problem with my current iPad setup is the things I'm using my iPad Pro for the most right now are uh, reading recipes while I'm cooking and reading sheet music while I'm singing. And both of those things, it feels too big for. So mm. if I could have something really small and light that I could hold, especially singing, that I could hold in my hand for hour plus at a time without it feeling heavy or or too hard to hold in one hand without it feeling like it's too uh, out of balance or whatever, uh, I think the mini would be perfect for that if the screen was bigger, I feel like it's too small right now. And I kind of hate having my iPad pro in the kitchen while I'm cooking and oil splattering around and whatever oh, else. Yeah. So I would love a small cheap iPad. I could put in my kitchen and not worry about, uh, IMAX. Are they coming? I say yes, they're coming and they're going to be colorful. Uh, I'm going to say, They're gonna get. They're gonna be bigger. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think we're going to see twenty-three inch iMac and a thirty-two inch iMac, and they're gonna have that new Pro Display XDR esque design and the processor. This is the question. I think we might see an iMac with an M1 like maybe the 23 inch or at least the base model of the 23 inch and then the 32 inch is going to have M1X I think that's going to be the name I was typing that in just in advance of as you were saying it so oh really? <laughs> I got it all right <laughs> 
So you were predicting what my predictions were going to be. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Let's see. I think we're going to have John. Okay. John Prosser tweeted a very cryptic tweet just a few minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Minutes. Okay. This is fresh. Uh, it's just the letters YCLA. Sounds like a university. <laughs> well, one of the people uh, in his comments down here uh, is guessing that this is the colors of the new iMac. And they say yellow, cyan, lavender, and aqua. Which? Well, yeah, lavender, cyan, and aqua sound good, but yellow. I, <laughs> I was never going to call anything yellow. You don't think so? What are the iPad Air uh, names. Let's see. Oh, they don't even have a yellow iPad. No. But they they do have, they have sky blue, rose gold, space gray, and green. <laughs> 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 so it's not out of the question that they just do one uncreative name for some reason. Mm-hmm. Green. Why? 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 What? What could Y stand for? Um, I don't know. I think a yellow iMac is a possibility. Yankee Blue. Yankee Blue. That's Google's first suggestion for a color starting with Y. Interesting. Or Yale Blue. Still yellow sounds most uh, likely out of those. Yeah. So what about you? Do you think iMac uh, is coming tomorrow? I'm fairly, fairly on the fence, but just because I really hope it is, I'm going to say yes. Okay. Uh, I, th- I do think it's going to come in colors, maybe YCLA, maybe not. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sizes you said sound likely and probable. Um, XDR design, that part I'm pretty skeptical about. Uh, the whole like back... What do we call it? Honeycomb? I think it's pretty unlikely for an iMac. Oh, that's not what I mean by XDR design, but okay. Okay. All right. I just mean that general shape. Like fairly um, like fairly flat, uh, rounded corners and edge, edge, edge to edge with fairly small bezels. Is that what you're thinking? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what I would be on board with. The only thing that I think would put a wrench in, in any of this is just the the chip shortages going on right now. Mm-hmm. And so any products that even could be ready to launch, we might not end up seeing just because Apple can't make enough of them right now. Yeah, yeah, wouldn't wouldn't be too weird for them just to announce it now and say like ready at WWDC or something like that. Uh, that's true. That's possible. Or for them to say available next week and only have like a handful in stock at every store or something. <laughs> Done that too, haven't they? Mhm. I'd be surprised if, if they um, have different processes, though. I think both of them would probably need an M1X. So I'm going to okay. say, yeah, no processor differentiation there. Okay. And here's a bold prediction. Mm-hmm. It's going to have a better webcam, better than 1080p. Ooh, I'm documenting that. Okay, you write it in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I'm not sure what the speakers are like in the current iMacs, but I think it'll have like, yeah, let's just say better speakers as well. Okay. That seems reasonable. There's going to be a lot more room inside of these computers. They're bigger and exactly. th- there's going to be a lot more free space. So they can definitely do something like, with that space. Like when they first made the 12-inch iPad Pro and there's so much space and they improved the speakers drastically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very reasonable. So, yeah, it, and I know it's fairly like a cop-out just to say like better X and better Y, but I think it's going to be better enough that it gets a mention. Maybe right. not the webcam getting a mention. But <laughs> actually, no, no, I'll, I'll stick to that. Webcam gets a mention I just think for the cheer. Apple knows that people don't like their webcams, so they might make a big deal out of it. Yeah, okay. So. What are they going to call the speakers in? I'll go for <laughs> studio. <laughs> Definitely. No, no, that's, that's already taken for the microphones. Studio array microphones. There's going to be a little animation of audio waves emanating from the bottom of the iMac. Mm-hmm. You don't have to write that down. <laughs> uh, worth noting, I'll throw this in. Uh, no face ID. As much, as much as I want that, I don't think it's coming. Okay. At least not yet. Yeah, it's um, certainly a prime product for Face ID, but you've mm-hmm. got to save something for next year, don't you? Yeah. Typical it- Apple fashion is uh, just to iterate in one area and then um, just keep at it for a few years until you've got something even better. Right, yeah. There's just no need. I mean... There's going to be a huge update for the iMac. Different sizes, different colors, the M1 processor. Like, they don't need to throw a face ID in. They need something to entice people in a year or two. So, What if the power button gains a touch ID? Like on the back of the computer? Yeah. I'm not seeing it. I don't think they're going to make someone give their computer a reach around every time they want to unlock it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you want me to put that down for you, though? No reach around. No reach around. Okay. (laughs) Thanks, though. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I think that's all I've got for the IMAX. Uh, Yeah. I think that's pretty solid prediction. There's a lot going on there. So, air tags. Air tags. We are at... We're past year the couple-year anniversary of, of these being predicted to happen. Uh, mm, Guy, R- Guy Rambo tweeted earlier that, something about that. Yeah. Because he was the first one to uncover a, a mention of them. So I think if they don't happen tomorrow, they're not happening at all. I, I think that they're either going to get announced or they've gone the way of air power and Apple's decided that their partnership with these other companies like Chipolo is going to be enough for item tracking and they don't need to do it. Okay. Uh, that being said, I think they are going to happen. I think we will see air tags uh, tomorrow and mm-hmm. I'm s- sticking strongly to my three for a hundred dollar price point. Um, mm-hmm. That's about all I have in terms of predictions, air tags. I, I think they might, I think they need some kind of, standout feature now especially because there are people like chipolo that are competing directly and have 
the same general feature set as AirTag. I don't know what that is, uh, but I'm excited for. It's been a couple of years since we heard about this, but the the U the UI that uses like AR and the U1 chip to like point an arrow so you're like end up looking in the right direction as the air tag and there's supposed to be like a balloon floating over it or something like i want to see that i think it almost i think it definitely has to come yeah because 14.5 has had has got so much relating to device tracking in it i don't believe that's purely for third parties Mm -hmm. i think apple is is quite invested in this market Mm -hmm. in all the wideband and software stuff they've done already and i i don't think the market is i don't think the public is aware enough of the market if that makes sense like i I think apple needs to make a device just to like give a little adrenaline shot to the device tracking market Mm -hmm. and even if their device isn't anything special i think they should still go ahead and release it i think they kind of need to okay so you think it'll be coming tomorrow as well? Yeah, at five for ninety nine. Ooh, okay. <laughs> it, that's what I've always said. It hasn't been five for ninety. Yeah, you've you've said. F- yeah, five for nine hundred. Okay, I will make one prediction for Air Tags uh, mm-hmm. because there has been some waffling on whether or not they will have replaceable or rechargeable batteries. Mm. I predict that it will have a man even even as i say it i'm questioning it i think it's going to have a replaceable battery like a watch battery replaceable Mm -hmm. as in a coin battery yeah hmm i think you can get more out of it that way because having to integrate the charging technology or like coils and a little lithium ion battery, I don't think you're gonna be able to get the same battery life. And those coin cell powered item trackers can last months at a time. So I think that that's the way that Apple's gonna end up going. But how much like charge can a lithium battery hold compared to a coin cell? It has to be more. How could a coin cell, like this ancient technology, basically, mm-hmm. invented by the cavemen, give better performance than lithium-ion? I think it's just size. You can fit a bigger coin cell in when you don't have to make room for the charging circuitry, the charging coils, oh, everything right. else. So they're they're saving those, space on all that. Those coils are like, like flat as. They basically take up no space at all. All right. Are you arguing for the opposite? Yeah. Okay. Considering that Apple is like the green, environmentally friendly company. Mm-hmm. Well, I would say it's more, I think it's more green because replaceable battery, you can swap it out. Rechargeable, once the battery wears out, you got to throw the whole air tag away. But this thing is supposed to be using, I mean, if, it's, if it can run for months off a coin cell, mm-hmm. it has to be using such a tiny amount of power that a lithium battery is going to last for years. I know those tile trackers um, last like a year at a time. I think. And what do they run on? Some of them have coin cells. Some of them are, are 
literally you buy them and you throw them away when they die. They last so long. Really? Yeah. Wow. I think specifically like they're, uh, they've got one that's like shaped like a credit card to fit in a wallet. So it's too thin Mm -hmm. to, to hold, uh, uh, like a replaceable battery. So, but it it lasts like a year or two. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Mm, Okay. I'm going to say, yeah, purely based on Apple's green ethos. It's going to have a rechargeable lithium battery that can chi charge. Okay. With MagSafe? No, just normal chi charge. Okay. Uh, So the latest AirPods rumor is that they're going to mention the AirPods and not release them. (laughs) Going to mention them? What are they going to mention about them? What they're going to be going to announce them interesting um yeah is that what you are predicting no i don't think we're going to get airpods tomorrow even a mention of them okay i think it's too unlikely Uh, there have been enough airpod releases in like recent enough history no mention no release i am disappointed uh but i completely agree on this one I don't think we're going to hear about AirPods 3 yet. Uh, as much as I really want some new AirPods, uh, I don't I don't think they're ready. I don't think it's a priority right now. So, nothing yet. One thing I didn't mention about the AirPods Pro when I was talking about them was I gave spatial audio a shot. Um, I'm just oh, yeah? Of that now because if there are going to be an AirPods 3, they've got to have spatial audio, right? Mm-hmm. I agree. I didn't find it all that exciting. Maybe it's because everyone hyped it up so much, but it's like you turn your head and the audio kind of sounds like it's coming from the phone still because it all moves to like the right AirPod. Right. whoop de doo Maybe it's just the stuff I was listening to. or Maybe it's a case of like you use spatial audio for a few months and then you go back to regular AirPods and it sounds like, like, like crap. Well, it seems but, like uh, if, yeah. if what you were listening to just sounded like it was coming from the phone, you weren't listening to a very good example. You need something with surround sound, so it sounds like it's coming from everywhere. And then mm. when you're turning your head, you really feel like you're immersed because the sound stays locked in place everywhere around you. Yeah, I thought I was. I I, I tried quite a few shows on TV+, Plus, but... Not really. Yeah, I never really got that sense. Hmm. I don't know then. Uh, that's that's a feature I'm still itching to try. Um, Podcasts Plus as a service is rumored as well. Mm-hmm. So this will be Apple's uh, subscription podcast service. So like exclusive podcasts, um, probably almost definitely included in Apple One if it's announced. Uh, interestingly, it is currently not possible to submit a new podcast to Apple's podcast directory. Is it? Really? Mm-hmm. As of, what, the last few hours? Yep. Okay. Suspicious timing, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Almost seeming to indicate that the service is being worked on in the back end in some way. Yeah. I, I, think, I think you're exactly right there. Uh, so I agree that Podcast Plus... Is coming tomorrow, and hopefully it'll be included in my Apple One. That'll be great. What do you think the standalone price will be? Mm, it can't be much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Let's go with four ninety nine a month. Okay. Yeah. We're uh US dollars we're talking. Right. As always. Unless otherwise mentioned. I'm exactly in that in that boat as well. I think that's what they're gonna ask. I think that's way too much for something that was free <laughs> twenty four hours earlier. Now it costs money. Um how do you think they're going to sell it? Like there's a podcast. They have to have like some real premier podcasts to justify anyone spending money. Oh yeah, for sure. There are going to be some existing podcasts that get sucked into podcasts plus. That's for sure. What those are going to be. I've got no idea. Mm-hmm. I don't really keep track of like what are the big popular podcasts, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Does does Oprah have a podcast? That'll probably get sucked That's in. the name that immediately jumped to my mind as well. Okay. Since Oprah was the headlining feature of, of TV Plus. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, let's see. I'm just going to go to Top Charts on the podcast app and see what's trending right now. Top Show is Your Own Backyard, A Crime Junkie, and then something called Call Her Daddy, and then Killer Roll... Like, the true crime podcast, those are really big right now. Mm-hmm. So, maybe something like that. But, man, I don't know. Spotify already got Joe Rogan, which I'm not sure Apple would want to associate themselves with him anyway. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. They'll probably get some some big personality to, to make a podcast for a year or something. Someone who maybe... What if they got, like, Jad Abumrad? He's a, he's a huge name in podcasts, like one of the original. Actually, I think he was doing shows before podcasts existed, just as radio shows, but uh, he's a massive name in podcasting. I've never heard that name before. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Have you heard of Radiolab? Uh, yeah, about three seconds ago when I was reading his bio. <laughs> okay. <laughs> huh. So... I don't know. This is not a this is not a service that I would subscribe to unless phew, that's what they're gonna do. They're <laughs> ATP is gonna be in a podcast plus. Oh, imagine. Yeah, they wouldn't do that. The ATP guys wouldn't do that. Well, if they were, uh, if they paid a ton of money, they might. That's true. There's enough money there. Uh, Relay FM sucked into podcast plus the entire network uh, is there anything good on relay i've never used it uh relay is like um like connected um gosh relay fm you'll recognize like all of the podcasts i bet oh really okay let me look it up uh let's see uh Mac Powell uses Jason Snell, Analog with Mike Hurley and Casey Liss. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Connected with Mike Hurley, Stephen Hackett. Cortex with CBG Gray. Uh, and just oh, uh, yeah. heaps of others. Reconcilable Differences, Merlin Mann, John uh, Sikusa. I, I recognize most of these scrolling through them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're at least Under the radar. names I've seen. I haven't listened to most of these, but I recognize them. So... That actually looks that looks like a solid lineup if Apple did something like that. Yeah. It's a <laughs> massive lineup. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It would actually be sucking in like a few of the podcasts I listen to regularly, so that would have me. I uh 
even if they're just using Podcast Plus to push people to buying a Apple One subscription, that's a I think a pretty valid strategy. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're not really expecting too many people to sign up to it on its own, but as like a, um, increasing the perceived value of the bundle with not too much cost to them, like probably pocket change because you know podcasts aren't worth that much next to TV shows and movies and all the other forms of media that we consume. I really don't like monetizing podcasts in this way. Uh, what if what if Podcast Plus, maybe it had a couple uh, premium podcasts on it, but the core idea was that there was premium versions of the podcast you listen to for free. So you can get like ad-free ATP in Podcast mm. Plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would feel much more comfortable with that than, than putting podcasts behind a paywall. In a similar vein, what if it was... Yeah, and I guess I'm just thinking of your idea. Yeah, you've got the free version and then like the Patreon tier where mm-hmm. you get more shows or Yeah, extended cuts and, and no ads. Yeah. And some shows, I guess, could put the entire show behind the paywall if they wanted to. Right. That's an interesting concept. Yeah. I just Getting m- money into podcasting without locking anything away. Right. Or at least not too much. Or not any of the stuff that was already there. You think that the stuff they've already like the line for example if they were going to release podcast plus maybe they would have kept the line to be part of the their initial offering mhm if there was going to be something but at the same time the line is kind of just advertising for the tv show that's coming later in the year anyway so might might not make as much sense as i think what what if podcast plus is not a subscription in the same way as Apple's other offerings. And instead, you could... Podcast could... There's individual fee per podcast. Like, you could subscribe to a podcast for 99 cents a month or something. Well, that's pretty similar to what you said before, isn't it? I suppose, except that instead of a flat fee for access to everything, it's a per-podcast cost. Oh, right. Yeah. No, it would have to be that. You couldn't, like, subscribe to Podcast Plus and have unlocks for every single podcast that had something behind like the paywall could you yeah i i could see it going either way if you listen to a lot of podcasts it would get really expensive it was per podcast cost but if you only listen to a couple it would be harder to justify the slightly higher fee to unlock everything i think if they're streaming you put yeah. You pay the monthly cost and then the ones you listen to get a piece of your money. Except that they don't really. I think there's I think it's gonna be a monthly cost. That's what I put or I think it's gonna be a flat fee for everything. As I put my prediction. But I don't know. There could be other options. Um updated Apple T V hardware. Hmm. I don't think we're gonna see it. Not tomorrow. No. Ever? Not tomorrow. Not tomorrow, not ever. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's coming. Uh, I'm I'm slightly more optimistic about it than I was uh, a couple months ago, but I don't think we're going to see it tomorrow. I'm not convinced that Apple cares about Apple TV hardware at all, except for the fact that Apple Arcade on the TV kind of relies on it. Mm-hmm. 
nothing else makes me think that we'll ever have another Apple TV. So, yeah, certainly just put a just put a no for me. <laughs> I uh, also read the other day after our discussion about the expanded Apple Arcade library that those legacy games mm-hmm. don't have to have support for the other platforms to be included. So some of those uh, don't run on the Apple TV or Mac wow, for that matter. Okay. Yeah. Or the Mac. Right. Right. So some of them do. Some of them don't work great uh, on a Mac. Like, well, like what what Fruit Ninja on a TV probably doesn't make sense. So I see how mm-hmm. that would be hard to do. But yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So it's it's it reminds me of when the Apple TV uh, fourth gen came out. And the initial requirement was any game made for it had to be playable with the Apple remote. And Apple realized mm-hmm. what a bad idea that was and backpedaled. Uh, mm-hmm. It feels like they've done the same thing with Apple Arcade now. where they feel they've, they've artificially limited the number of games that can be on it by forcing developers yeah. to support like three or four different platforms to be on there. Yeah. So It's going to make uh, Arcade so much easier to develop for if there's just no TV at all. Yeah, but man... That's the most compelling one, though. Like, I'd, I'd love if there was some good games for the Apple TV, but there just haven't been. So mm. I was a big supporter. I would I bought the fourth-gen Apple TV day one, the fall of 2015. Mm-hmm. And and there, if, you, if you open the App Store and you look at the top apps, it's the exact same ones that were there the very first day that it launched. Are you serious? Wow. Yeah. So. It was my, um, it was my dad's birthday few weeks ago where it's after we did the last show mm-hmm. and uh he's got an apple tv second gen but he uses uh an app or a, a sports streaming service and he's always plugging his laptop into the tv instead so i thought well i'm gonna have to get him a streaming box and i was very strongly considering getting the apple tv uh-huh. but in the end i just could not justify the amount of money apple tv costs even second hand Really? Just to get this one streaming service more, you know, easier for him to access. So, mm-hmm. in the end, I got him an Android TV box. Oh, interesting. And uh, guess what? It doesn't work anymore. It's already dead. <laughs> <laughs> you should have gone with a Roku. I've heard good things about those. Yeah, I, I've not seen a Roku for sale anywhere. Oh, really? They're very popular over here. Roku. Let's see. So if I just go to Google and click on shopping, can I get it anywhere? Looks like there might be some dodgy ones on eBay, but that's it. After after that, after eBay results, I get Roku Japanese Gin 700 milliliters. Interesting. So it's just not even offered over there, huh? Doesn't seem like it. Hmm. They're pretty good. They've got a bunch of different variants of... of, uh, accessories you can plug into a television between like just a little stick that you plug into an hmi port or or the big like 4k streaming box it's more apple tv-esque and even most smart tvs anymore uh at least the cheaper brands that uh maybe don't have samsung's whatever ui built into them they generally have the roku streaming software built into them um yeah i forgot to mention a, a limitation is that it has to have this streaming service app on it which is only in australia so that actually limits me a little oh, bit right um but i just typed in 
Roku KO, which is the name of the service, and it says that Telstra, who is Australia's biggest ISP, sells something called a Telstra TV, which is actually a Roku, and then you get <laughs> the AU Roku store, which has the KO app, but the generic Roku ones don't have access to the Australian app store. <laughs> Weird. Okay. <sighs> yeah. So, you see my problem. Mm-hmm. I had limited choices because of this app requirement. And uh, I do realize that a lot of things can just be streamed too. Like you get the thing running on the on your, like your phone and you cast it or airplay it or whatever. But mm-hmm. dad's not into that. So Interesting. I think he's too old for that. So you get for cheaping out and not just getting my Apple TV like a loving son would. Don't make me feel worse than I already do, David. No, I have to go and suss out what's wrong with his laser, which is the brand of Android TV box I got. And it wasn't even cheap either. It's still 75 bucks. So wow. I didn't get him like a $15 thing of AliExpress. <laughs> anyway, uh, a cinema display. Uh, I'm just putting no. That's not happening tomorrow. <laughs> Zero hopes? I, uh, not at all. Expectations, I should say. I think we'll see... I think Apple will make a cheaper cinema display-esque thing again. And I think we'll see that alongside the mini Mac Pro that maybe is coming this summer or fall. But I don't think mm-hmm. it's going to be tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you agree? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yep. Okay. I think because Apple's making a dis- making displays now that they want to have a cheaper one. But mm-hmm. um, no matter how loaded the name of this event uh, indicates I don't think it's there's space for a display. It just it doesn't make sense because they're not they're not announcing any other like desktop computer like the iMac doesn't need a display announced alongside it, and the Mac Mini's already out, so I don't think it even fits with the theme to have a display with this event. But if they're releasing the iMac and the display is basically the same form factor just without the computer, yeah might make sense in that context and they could say you use the ipad pro's thunderbolt to plug into it Mm-hmm. there you go if ipad pro got dual booting of mac os then they would release the display alongside but okay i don't think that's happening <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm gonna write that down though no unless ipad dual boots mac os okay yeah i'm fine with that uh, here's a random one I thought of. Are they going to make some sort of joke related to drugs? <laughs> how, how do you think they would do that? Uh, the Either the crack marketing team or mm. anything in that vein. Uh, I, I feel like they save, save those for the yeah. OS names, which we'll see at WWDC, but I don't think we're going to get that tomorrow. Not the fact that they're holding the event on four two zero. Oh, that's true. I didn't think about that. Hmm. I don't think they'll mention that specifically, but there's almost certainly going to be a pun. Yeah, not even a joke. A pun. A drug pun. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll just I'll just hold the contrary position so that there's some differentiation there. Okay. I think it's possible if Craig gets any stage time or screen time. I yeah, guess. Yeah. Good. Yeah, Craig. Would Craig have any time on stage? 
Because if he doesn't, then it would probably change me to a no. Because <laughs> who else would do it? Probably not Tim. Probably not. I mean, it's possible. Craig was the one that demoed the uh, Magic Keyboard case a year ago. Yeah, that's right. All right. Uh, do you have anything that wasn't on my list? Because that's the end of the list that I put together. Uh, I have one other thought. Uh, I think we're going to get new phone cases and watch bands in spring colors, but I don't think it's going to make make the keynote. I think it's just going to go on their website tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, also, something they will probably uh, mention on stage, uh, 14.5 will come out. Mm, okay. Um, so I did think about cases and bands, but I decided not to add them to the list because I didn't think they would even be released. So oh, really? I guess that's a no from me, even not in the keynote and not released even. Okay. Uh, 14.5 mentioned on stage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seems likely. I mean, we're up to beta eight. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> clearly waiting for today uh-huh. to to uh, release it. Yeah, definitely. Why would they? Why would they hold out and not even mention it? I'm sure there's a couple things coming, like AirTag support. They're gonna be like coming in 14.5. They're probably gonna touch on the uh, the uh, tracking stuff, and uh, yeah. But I think that's that's a solid keynote. I don't think that anything else is going to happen. And even this sounds like too much. AirTags, multiple iPads, and iMacs. That's a lot. And a new subscription service. That's pretty loaded. Yeah. yeah. That's a big event for them. So I could easily... Three iPads if you count the mini. Mm-hmm. Well, I, Two I, I only predict one iPad Pro, so... Okay. AirTags and podcasts um, i could easily see any yeah, that, one or two of those items being cut and still it being a big keynote Mm-hmm. yeah so which one would you cut either the imac or the ipad mini mm-hmm yeah pretty positive about air tags coming then uh yeah like i said they have to come tomorrow or i think they're not coming so i'm putting all my eggs in the AirTags basket. I think the chip shorted stuff, even if even if iMacs are ready, I think they might they could potentially wait to WWDC just so they have more time to make more. Uh and iPad mini is is a take it or leave it thing. I think that it could just go away. So if one of those things were to not happen, I would say it's one of those two. If I was to take one thing away, I would take away the AirTags. Really? Okay. Yeah. So we have the Pro and the Mini released and the iMac. I really want AirTags to come out just so I can laugh at how ridiculous your price prediction is. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> okay. So we've we've cool. we've got a few uh differences of opinion on what'll happen. So so what happens like uh what's the reward for winning? The reward for winning. Mm-hmm. Is just going to be bragging rights? Yeah, we could have an actual reward, though. The loser has to 
post-produce the show for the next 12 months. Uh, oh, man. Um, <laughs> no, um, I can't think of any good prize. Like, is there any... What about the loser buys the minimum quantity of air tags for the other person if they are announced today? <laughs> I'm on board for doing that. That's potentially like $100, $150. (laughs) But I bet there's going to be a single quantity. You can probably just get one. Yeah, Uh, yeah, I guess there has to be. Yeah. Single quantity, your starter pack. Yeah, yeah. All right, a single item then. A single air tag. Okay, I can do that. All right. (laughs) Now, okay, now it'd be a little more interesting at least. (laughs) Wait, how do we determine who's the winner? How are we scoring it? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, Because it might not end up being apparent. We could weight our predictions with confidence levels. Mm, We could just have... mm, That'll take too long. Okay. We, We could... Too much gray area. We could just count them. Either, either it happened or it didn't and if there's gray area we can hash it out in the next episode but it it might end up being a no question thing okay yeah all right yeah so just just major marks yes or no yeah and count them up we could even use like the sub comments we've made mm-hmm. uh, like you said it's a liquid liquid retina xdr on the ipad pro and i said both have mini led and those those uh, mini comments can be the decider yep if we need them all right i think that's good okay we'll both score our own and see what score we come up with (laughs) (laughs) okay that sounds good i'm james vdm on reddit and on twitter and i'm jelly woot on reddit and twitter and the show notes are at reddit.com slash the r apple show um i just saw a cool little feature that maybe we could use but uh, reddit's going to have a clubhouse competitor really pretty soon yeah you can i've already signed up to be on the waiting list for it but potentially we could broadcast this as we record it on reddit itself like on our subreddit Ooh, that'd be kind of cool yeah okay that'd be fun which would probably mean i'd finally have to switch over from the old reddit to the new reddit but I'll make that sacrifice if we can do this. Yeah, we gave that a try just barely with letting people listen on Discord a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, Which I think we had a couple people pop in in and out, but it didn't amount to much. Um, Yeah, I wasn't really a fan of it. Well, first it's a little bit disjointed because I have to go from Reddit to Discord. Mm -hmm. And then you've got the little like... Beep, boop, beep, boop, as people come and go all the time. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, and I actually think that could... I guess it depends on the demographic of our listeners, but a couple years ago, when we were being stickied on the Apple subreddit, uh, a lot of our listenership, I think, was inconsistent. It was different people every, every mm-hmm. couple weeks, and I think we have... Yeah. a a bigger core base at least than we did a couple of years ago. So maybe there is a group of people now that would be interested in tuning in live. Yeah, maybe. So yeah, that'd be worth trying. And even asking 
even uh, contributing live as well. Ooh, okay. Because it will have a hand in the air feature. Cool. Yeah. Is there, how did you even find this feature? Like I'm on Reddit and I don't see anything about it. I think someone posted about it on Twitter. Interesting. Okay. But there's no just like sign up button somewhere. No, mine, the, uh, the express interest button took me to a Google Drive form. Oh, here it is. I found a, a mod newsletter about it. Ah, okay. When was that letter from? Because I typically ignore those and maybe it's been a eleven an advertised feature for a little while now. 11 hours ago. Okay. Interesting. It, it kind of looks like... I'm, I'm just skimming it. But it kind of looks like it's only a feature of the mobile app and not the desktop version. At least they're only showing it in the mobile app. Well, that's pretty gross, but I'm sure we can work it out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'll give this a... Uh, it's a long article. I'll give it a full read later and at least sign up. So, I have a little bit of follow-up on uh, our discussion a few episodes back about Dogecoin. <laughs> okay. Uh, a couple months ago, I told you that I, I bought in and uh, ended up making a couple thousand dollars on, on Dogecoin just out of luck and thought that was cool. As of uh, today, had I not sold my Dogecoin for a couple thousand dollars a couple months ago, mm-hmm. it would be worth $50,000. Are you joking? No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! So, feel feeling a little regrets, regrets. regretful. Yeah, exactly. Um, and and this is probably uh, just FOMO, but I I bought back into it a couple days ago at this ridiculously mm-hmm. much higher price point. Um, only because I still maintain and that Dogecoin is is completely a joke. And there's no legitimate reason for it to be worth anything except the community's making a joke out of it. Um, mm, yeah. But that being said, it does let you make some predictions about the price. Tomorrow is 420. So Dogecoin price is going to skyrocket. Uh, so I bought in uh, like $700 worth a couple days ago in preparation for that to happen tomorrow. And then I'll sell most of it tomorrow because I don't have any long-term aspirations for Dogecoin. But I will hold on to... What if a lot of people have done that, bought in advance to sell tomorrow? Uh, I don't know. It's going to be a freefall. Maybe. It's all a gamble. It's all just a joke. Um, But I won't make the mistake of selling everything. I'm going to hold on to some of it just in the off chance it... It goes up another thousand times. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But, man. Yeah. Missed out on 50K, though. It's pretty disappointing. That's, yeah. <laughs> well, that's investing, isn't it? Yeah, that's life. I wish I could turn back the clock and mine Bitcoin. You know, the worst thing about things like that is I remember when Bitcoin was new and I was in high school. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I definitely 
have some Bitcoin because when it was brand new, I signed up on like those Bitcoin wallet websites. It's like, and, and this was when it was worth nothing. And they're like, we'll give you five Bitcoin if you make a wallet with us, you know? Mm, yeah. Uh, and I created those just cause like, this is new and interesting. And then completely forgot about them and the computers that I owned at the time and all the data associated with them are, are long, long gone. But somewhere at some point in my life, I owned hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of Bitcoin. Oh, crazy. Yeah. So and it's, it's things like that that make me like want to just buy a little bit of every cryptocurrency as they come out just in case they're worth a bunch someday. Yeah, I think a lot of people are doing that now. Yeah. So. Hmm. What about you? Did you ever get into the cryptocurrency stuff? When Bitcoin first came out mm-hmm. and I, I got my computer mining it, but then like it hogged too much CPU and slowed down my computer too much. So I was like, ah, oh, this is never going to amount to anything. And I uninstalled <laughs> it and just deleted whatever I'd mined so far. So man, <laughs> that that's my regret. Yeah. I mean, even if you would have left it mining, who knows? You probably would have lost your wallet ID or something else. Mm-hmm. Probably. So. I did mine some electronium at one point because there was a cool thing where you could actually mine it on your phone, which I thought was interesting. Really? So I had a phone mining for a while, yeah. Huh. Pretty sure I had to be jailbroken, so I had like an old phone that would do it. That's cool. Yeah. This- but that was my only interest in that really, in that is that you could use an iPhone to mine Bitcoin. Although it wasn't Bitcoin. <laughs> I don't think that amounted to anything, though. I'm not sure how much I have or even what it's worth. So it's... I mean, it seems like... Even, probably nothing. It seems like phones wouldn't be very efficient at mining anyway. Probably not. No, I wouldn't think so. So, yeah. I mean, even even the way above the competition, Apple Silicon chips and iPhones today you know, are nothing compared to a NVIDIA graphics card or something. Yeah, yeah. That's so. right. Maybe the M1X. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe. <laughs> the M1X has... It has to have a better GPU for these new iMacs, mm-hmm. and it has to support more yeah. RAM. I think they're the only requirements for it, though. There's nothing else it has to do. Right. Yeah, I think the CPU performance is good enough. Um, which I is completely in line with what an X variant is. It's just a bigger GPU on whatever the old silicon was. So if mm-hmm. if they double the GPU or or triple it or whatever they can do, and then yeah, I don't know, doubling the RAM capacity is thirty two enough. I feel like it probably is. I think it's enough for the small one, but not for the big one, especially since there's no iMac Pro anymore. You have to have an iMac with like 128. Ooh, I, well, I think if you're competing with iMac Pro, then the M1X needs quite to be quite a significant bump over the M1. I don't know if we're going to mm, be directly yeah. competing with the iPad Pro territory. Like it might just be inherently faster at some things, but I don't think that it's going to be going after the same market in the same way the MacBook Air is faster than the Mac Pro right now. But you know, it's completely different people that would be buying mm. those. 
but what if it came with a battery in the iMac that'd be insane just like to be used as a ups or something no you could just like pick up your iMac and go down to the coffee shop (laughs) (laughs) or move it around the house yeah so basically ups (laughs) that would be very ridiculous just one component that would fail sooner than everything else in your computer and be completely unused most of the time. Yeah, probably. And with these iMacs getting bigger, well, I don't know. I predict the 23-inch will be at least wider than the existing 21-inch, but thanks to the shrinking bezels, it might not be that much bigger. No, probably not. So, I wonder how thin they're going to be as well. Is it going to be like an iPad on a stand? They can be pretty thin. They, they don't need much. Uh, hopefully they got some pretty good cooling in them though. Not that, not that Apple Silicon needs it, but I wonder what the uh, performance cap could be if they were cooled really well. Mm, Yeah. Just let that thing like burn like crazy and then chuck heaps of air through it. Yeah. They'll have plenty of space for that. Or maybe they'll have a fan. What time is it going to be? No way. Yeah, probably not. What time is the keynote for you guys? Uh, for me, it's at noon. It's uh, 10 a.m. Pacific. Okay, so... Which would be like, what, 1 a.m. for you? One? Yeah, I think so. Oh, I've had a few late nights recently, so I'm not sure I'm going to be able to stay up for it. This is an exciting keynote. It is. <laughs> I'm 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 pretty nervous about it. If, if Apple has like a really cool new iMac... Uh, they might tempt me with this this credit burning a hole in my pocket. Yeah, yeah. So, and I really don't need an iMac. So, uh, I don't know what I'm I'm I don't know what I'm hopeful for. Maybe for it not to come out so that I can keep it for something that I need a little more. <laughs> AirPods three. Yeah, because they'll be five hundred dollars. All right. Yeah, you want to spend it all probably. Yeah, I don't I don't know how these credits work enough. I would be worried to only spend half of it and then like, well, you used your credit, so now you now you can't use anymore. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. It's not like a gift card or anything, so. Hmm. All right. Well, I'm excited. All right. <laughs> Me too. I'll um, probably talk to you tomorrow about it, I guess. Yeah, definitely. You'll probably wake yeah. up with a bunch of text messages with me either real excited or... Or sending you an air tag. 